Welcome, babes, to the Many Women Podcast, a place where we connect on the journey of loving the many women we have been, currently are, and one day hope to be. I'm Krina. And I'm Allie. And on today's episode, Krina and I are going to chat about our experiences with journaling and the transformations we've both seen reflected in our lives over the time that we've picked up this practice. We're also going to be vulnerable and share some of our entries that really highlight our personal transformations over the last few years. We'll also have some great dares and a journal entry for you at the end, so keep listening. But first, let's check in on last week's dare. All right, Krina, tell me about how it went with your dares. Okay, so my dare was to take yourself out on a date. Um, The date that you would want a man to take you on, I encouraged everyone to take themselves on that date. And just a side note, um, these dares are about making yourself uncomfortable and pushing yourself to just feel a little bit out of your comfort zone. So if you're a woman who usually has coffee with their partner every single morning and going to a coffee shop by yourself and having coffee alone is your idea of, you know, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, then that's what you should do. So all these dares are meant to be made into your own kind of dare. So do your dare your way. Um, try to push yourself so that you feel like, you know, it's a little bit of a struggle and maybe you're uncomfortable. But, um, Allie, I know that your dare, you thought about going to a coffee shop. I did. First of all, I had a lot of reluctance to try this, which really surprised me because I, you know, I love going out and doing things for myself. But I just had so many um, limiting beliefs that popped up. And so I was like, I'll just take myself out to coffee. And Karina, Karina told me, that's not really taking yourself out of your comfort zone. So we, we have a relationship where we can kind of push back on each other and ask, like, is that really how you want to do it? So we kind of switched it up, and I, I picked out something new to do. So I took myself to a little wine bar. Um, I had just gotten my hair done, so I was, like, feeling, feeling great and good. Um, and so I you know, sat down and it is uncomfortable and I don't know why. Um, I struggle with being by myself. So doing anything alone is difficult for me. But I think there's just something about walking into a place and saying like, oh, just one. It's almost like society is really not used to it either. It's almost like the people at the restaurant or the bar kind of feel bad for you. I feel like I got really good service because I think the bartender felt sorry for me. Yeah. It's like, um, it's not done that often to see someone just by themselves um, at dinner, but I don't know. It feels so good. I want to do it like weekly. That's how good it felt. I got to order um, exactly what I wanted, which was brie with like the garlic that's roasted and I ate the entire like clove of garlic, which obviously if I'm on a date, I probably wouldn't <laughs> actually do. Um, but I got to sit where I wanted, order what I wanted and go at my own pace. So yeah, it was great. I like loved it. Um, what did you think, Allie? So, you know, besides just feeling nervous to start, which surprised me, I decided to go to a bar near my home that serves gluten-free food. I am on a gluten-free journey. 
And it's so rare that I get to go and eat fried gluten-free food and flat fried vegan food. So I went and helped myself to a, a little chicken nugget bowl, which I, I have not had this kind of food since before I went gluten-free, and it was such a treat. I got myself a couple of mocktails because I'm not drinking, and I found myself really wanting to explain like I'm here on a dare like you know all the people all the couples around me all the groups of people and I was definitely the only one eating and drinking by myself so I really enjoyed it I would love to do it monthly that's my new goal is to take myself on a date every month and in the future I'm going to try to take myself on a date without the distractions that I brought with me last time so Karina and I were texting. We might have been texting. We are very proud of each other. We might have been sending selfies. Um, But also I had my book and I read, which was wonderful. And that has its own value. But I kind of wondered, like, what would it be like if I took myself out just for coffee Mm -hmm. and left my phone and my book and even my journal in my bag and just was present with myself in that moment? I just wonder what that would reveal. So I think that that's kind of where I'm thinking of going next time well hopefully we can both try it again because I really enjoyed it and honestly the more you do something I think the more you see the beauty in it and it doesn't it's not as big of a thing it's not as big as of a fear um because yeah for me it was always like I was just afraid to do things by myself and I just did not like being alone so yeah you find beauty in just your own company um, how did your mirror work go? Okay, so I have been practicing mirror work regularly for a few weeks, and so I kind of was ready to have um, a more regular routine. So I did do it daily during my morning routine. Um, and I just found that, you know, when I first began, so many negative things popped up, but the more I practice, the more I have a little voice in my mind that reminds me that. I can turn those ideas into something neutral or positive. So it's nice to keep trying it, but the first couple of times it was definitely very uncomfortable. Do you set a timer? I have. I will set a timer, definitely. Do because you feel you're, like you look at the timer a lot? I do don't you? look at the timer, but in the beginning I would look at the timer and, and realize like 15 seconds have passed <laughs> because time turns into honey at that point. Well, I am so glad we both did our dares, and we have some new ones this week. So let's move on to our topic today, which is journaling. Okay, Allie, so why don't we start with your journaling routine? Okay, so as a mother, I have found that if I do not have a routine or a schedule to do something, that it never gets done. So... I'm sorry to say, I know this won't make everyone smile, but I did start getting up at 5.45 in the morning (laughs) so I could have about an hour and a half kid-free time where I could really focus on self-care, fitness, energy. And so I have made it a routine that I do this every single morning. And I'm not someone like Karina who can write a lot, so I usually write about half a page a day, and I'm hoping to up that a bit. Another really important part of this routine is that I am a recovering perfectionist, 
And so not focusing on the presentation of my journal, but instead of focusing on the process and the processing has been really important. So I keep perfection very far away from my journal and that has helped me be unfiltered. My journal is not for the eyes of others, although you'll get a little sneak peek today. Um, and also a really great tip for anyone who's new to journaling. I think that it's all over TikTok and Instagram, the affirmations like I am worthy, I am wonderful, I am beautiful. And I read recently that validation can be a great replacement for affirmation. So rather than having all of these things that I'm like, I'm wonderful, I can do this, instead saying, I feel this way because, and it makes sense that I feel this way because, mm -hmm. and just that idea of validating yourself as you would validate a child if they ran to you feeling sad. So for example, I was thinking about how if I were to write, I am beautiful, that might feel triggering or challenging to somebody who lives in a body like mine. I live in a fat body and growing up, I never had that opportunity to be like, oh, you know, society thinks I'm beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I might change that to, it makes sense that I question my beauty because of how I'm raised. However, I see my beauty within. So just rephrasing it. So it's really validating that your feelings of unworthiness or any negative feelings that you have are okay. All right, Karina, what's your journaling routine all about? Okay, so obviously I have a little bit more time on my hands because I don't have kids yet, um, but I also have started waking up about 45 minutes earlier in the morning and I love TikTok and so I will go on TikTok every single morning and I will just like search in the search bar um, like daily journal prompt and whatever prompt comes up first I journal on that so I started doing that uh, just in the new year and it's been really powerful to just kind of see like what the universe pops up for me and how um, I just journal on that for like 10 minutes in the morning I do tend to write a lot so I've kind of kept it to like one page but um I try in the morning. If not, I feel like a lot of the times I'll, I will journal is after therapy. So I'll like journal um, after my therapy sessions just so I can kind of like remember what I had therapy about. Um, so that's kind of my routine. When I started journaling though, there were times when I just didn't know what to write. And I found this really um, great kind of like sentence frame um, that helped me come up with some ideas. So I journaled about these things. I feel, I need, I forgive, I celebrate, I release, and I trust. So I, whenever I'm drawing a blank and I don't know what to journal about or nothing's coming up for me, I will just journal about those things. And it can be a sentence, just like finish that sentence, or you can write a little like paragraph or a few sentences about it. Um, and it's a really good check-in just to kind of see where you're at and what you need to work on. And I like that there's positives and just things that, you know, you can be really raw and vulnerable, like Ali said. Um, that journal prompt has really helped me when I'm feeling really stuck. Um, also recently in this, um, just thinking of journaling, 
I have been looking through my old journal. And so I kind of challenged Allie to look through her old journals just to kind of see like where we've been and the voice that we had. That's kind of what I noticed mainly is how my voice has changed and how my writing has changed through, you know, the transition and progression of my journal. So, Ali, do you want to start? You want to start sharing some of our journals and opening up and being vulnerable? Okay, it definitely takes vulnerability, but babes, we want you to know that we plan on being vulnerable with you, and we hope that you add a little bit of vulnerability to your life through this process. So, I will share um, a journal entry that I made in March of 2022. This journal entry was made... Um, just a couple of weeks after my miscarriage that I had. And so it's pretty raw. Trigger warning, if you've had a miscarriage, you can go through this and hear it with me or you can skip ahead a little bit. Uh, you you have to know what, what works best for you. Um, so yeah, I'll share, but it's challenging. You got this. I'm sad. I thought this baby would be a dream come true, but I'm bleeding and sad. I want to give this baby love. I wanted my daughter to be a big sister to this baby. I want my body to stop fucking up. I'm mad at my body. I wish these things could be easy for me. I want to grieve, but it's not time yet because there's a tiny hope that this baby can thrive. Will it thrive? Will I thrive? Can I make anything? Can I create at all? I feel broken. My ability to make feels damaged. I can heal, I can heal, I can heal. My in- ancestors are with me and we'll heal together. Whew, that was, that was heavy. All right, so read us your next journal entry and let's kind of talk about the transformation or the growth that you've seen. Great, so this is my journal entry from this year, kind of around the same topic. I said, third IUI happening. I've never felt more ready to bring a child into this world. Ryan and my marriage is healthy and strong. We have an eager to help seven-year-old sister waiting. And family leave in Oregon has started. And so that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. And this is it. And I know it. So the main growth I see in this is that during this first entry, I was unwilling to seek help in getting pregnant. I wanted to create all by myself. I thought as a woman that was something I had the power to do. And while I do have the power, I've transformed in that I'm ready to ask for help. And so I've been doing IUIs and this was my third one. And so I'm very hopeful. And I think that hope is the key to my transformation. That felt very cathartic. So, Krina, it's your turn to open your heart up. Okay, so this is from a time in my life where I was going through a breakup with someone that I felt like I loved very much. And I was struggling a lot. Um, So I'm just going to read a little bit. And it's... um, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to look back. It is hard. Um, so I wrote grief. I'm not sure that I know how to grieve... And then this person. He symbolizes so much for me. He became a symbol of abandonment, unworthiness, fear, insecurity, and instability, but also of love and of hope. 
I feel my whole life I have tried to get the men that I love to love me, and I have constantly failed. I really thought that I could get him to love me because I loved him. I thought that maybe one day I would be enough, but I just never was. Hmm. I feel numb and hopeless. Him leaving was my worst nightmare. Ooh, thank you for sharing that, Karina. <laughs> I, I mean, I just, it's so interesting. If, if you can do this process with a friend, I highly recommend it because <sighs> I'm just remembering you at that time yeah. and how hard that was yeah, for you. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, so, you know, that, it's funny because when I read this, it, I, it's almost like I don't, I don't even remember this person anymore. Yeah. And it, it's so, it gives me so much hope because in the moment you always feel like it's going to be like this forever. I'm always going to be this heartbroken and it's just not true. We heal and our, you know, we're so, we're strong. We're strong women. So yes, it might feel like it's never going to get better, but it does get better. Um, and so my next, my next journal just has a very different voice and this is actually from um, just October of 2022 and I sound a lot different and I'm like proud of that yeah. of the woman that is writing now so I wrote for the past 10 years all I've wanted is for someone to want to be in a relationship with me this week it's become so clear to me that I want so much more than that I have convinced myself that a relationship is what will give me worth and that finally I would feel love I'm learning that my true challenge which with every new person I meet is to love myself deeper. When I fall in love with my soulmate, I want to be fully ready. I want to value myself, respect myself, and know my worth. I know I have taken big steps forward and I'm proud of myself for doing things I've never done. The version of myself that takes whatever a man has to offer me is gone. And it feels like a betrayal to myself to go back there. So I have to say this process was really eye-opening for me. And I also feel like between Karina and I, it really brought us closer to being able to share these intimate moments that we've had that really were just for us. But now we're the type of woman who's feeling brave enough to be authentic and to be vulnerable and share it. So I feel really grateful that I have a friend that I can do that with. So I hope that you will give it a try. I hope you will get into your journal and make that a routine. And if you aren't sure where to start, I have a journal prompt for you. Karina and I would love for you to write a journal entry from your future self as the women you hope to be next. So as Karina and I read an entry that showed our growth, make an entry that perceives future growth and see how that turns out. Krina, you want to share yes. our dare for the week? Yeah, we have one dare this week. Um, and our dare is to read one of your journals front to back. So find a journal. It could be the one you're currently writing in. But go through and read it from the beginning to the end and see if you notice any growth patterns, changes. Um, and maybe just like be mindful of your voice and how your voice has evolved and how the woman that you have been and are is changing. Awesome. So Krina, tell us about what's happening on the next episode. Ooh. Krina, 
Karina is really stepping out of the comfort zone for this one. Oh, I am so stepping out of my comfort zone. Oh my gosh. I am going speed dating next week. Oh my gosh. So um, next week on our episode, we are going to be talking about dating. Allie will be talking about dating while married. And I will be talking about my current love life and my speed dating experience. So stay tuned for that. And we always want to leave you with this reminder. Remember that self-love is a continuous journey. And don't be too hard on yourself if you slip up. Be kind to yourself and remember that every day is a new opportunity to practice self-love.